Right, welcome to uh, Job Hackers' uh, initial podcast. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to do is we felt this was a great medium to contact people uh, and keep them informed of the things that are happening in the Job Hackers community. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Job Hackers is a nonprofit organization that provides free training on Agile and Scrum and, and helps people with job placement. Uh, and, and, and everything we do is free. So uh, we provide uh, a, a program called the Agile MBA, and we have uh, participants uh, who, who come to us from all over the world uh, and enjoy the class. The next class is uh, scheduled for March 23rd. Uh, we just finished the class. And uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can always check us out at, at thejobhackers.org. Um, my name is Larry Apke. I'm the Chief Agile Officer. And with me is Shanti. Uh, Shanti has done a great job of, of helping to put together this podcast, but also uh, she's done a great job of interviewing some of the folks in the job hackers community. And I'm really interested to hear their stories. We have uh, three stories for this particular podcast. Um, the uh, first story is uh, the, two of the people that will be interviewed today are actual uh, job hackers from, from some time who have actually gotten work. Um, and uh, Shanti was able to interview him. And then we also have an interview with somebody who was just in this last class uh, that we had that, that ended at the end of February. Um, so uh, Shanti, uh, talk to me a little bit about the first segment we're gonna hear. Uh, first, uh, I interviewed, uh, thanks for the opportunity, Larry. Uh, we, first, we uh, interviewed um, Joseph and he had a job as a senior scrum master now. And let's hear from him what his approach and how he, what was the strategy for the job hunting. Tell me about yourself, Joseph. I am a longtime IT worker. I've had a variety of um, career stops, including different job titles in different industries. Um, an underpinning current of that has been the use of scrum to get things accomplished. Um, so currently I am a senior scrum master at a large company here in San Francisco, and we work to deliver our software product in, um, you know, in a scrum-like fashion. So it's really nice to be able to apply those skills directly. Uh, great to know about that. You're a senior um, scrum master and you've worked on different fields. Uh, moving forward, um, just a quick glance, like a how did you come to know about the job hackers? And uh... Two and a half years ago, I was on a job search. And as you do your job search, you're, of course, looking at various resources, studying different blogs and things. And I found out about the fact that there's an organization here in the Bay Area that provided free training um, that for unemployed folks to try to you know, reskill them, upskill them, um, to get them back in the workforce, which I thought was a really cool goal, really cool thing. And it directly applied to my situation. I had been working in various fields for a while. Um, my, my scrum skills had gotten a little rusty, so I took the class to kind of reboot them. And um, in the course of that, I met a lot of really great people, made a lot of really great connections, and then um, you know, re kind of rejoined the scrum, scrum the scrum community in full force. So it was pretty fun. Yep. Uh, great. I, I too like came across the same thing like when I was doing soft job search and uh, Googling it. It, uh, it was interesting about job hackers. Uh, so um, what did you um, like most about job ha hackers? Like um, 
the technique or the learnings, what, what whatever you are interested in most when, when you are taking the training? Can you share some of the thoughts? Sure. Um, the best part to me about the class is that it's not just your typical, here's Scrum, here's the framework, here's the events, here's what you do. It does cover that, of course, because it, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it does then go on, and the bulk of the class actually is the application of that in the real world, mm. how it fits within, um, you know, the corporate America, so to speak. Um, mm. What are the what are the barriers that you're going to experience? How do you solve them? How do you realize where your Scrum team or Scrum teams fit in the larger organization? And just, you know, opening people's minds to how organizations need to change their mindset to be successful using mm -hmm. Agile and Scrum. And it's, and it's also a good mix of tactical and strategic. So some classes you go to are too tactical, right? This mm -hmm. is how you write this down. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't need that level of training, yeah. right? Yeah. Some do, yeah. and that's great, um, mm -hmm. but some, most don't. So getting into that idea of, okay, here's what you do. And here's how you navigate the strategic waters too. Uh, yeah. So um, after that, uh, what happened in your um, journey of uh, job search? Like what are the strategies you used after the training? How did you land in the job? Can you explain on that area? Um, job seeking is a full-time job. A lot of people seem to forget that. So if you are, even when you are employed and you're looking to advance or move on, um, looking for work is very difficult, yep. right? It's hard. Yes. It takes a lot of hours. Um, and the first thing you have to do is be honest with yourself about that, right? I have to dedicate myself to this. I have to have a routine. I need to treat it like a job. I have to get mm -hmm. up in the morning. I have to get dressed. I have to sit down in front of the computer and I need to have a plan of attack, right? Yep. Yep. Some mornings may be research. Other mornings may be devoting time to customizing my resume to a position I found while doing my research yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, it may be about networking, reaching out to folks, but mm -hmm. it's also important to have, you know, again, to get to the tactics and strategy conversation again, you have your tactics, you go to your job boards, you check, you know, you check out specific companies that you want to work for, but there's also the strategy of it. You know, how much networking do I need to do? What kind yeah. of networking do I need to do? Mm -hmm. um, because networking is about building relationships. It's really not about finding jobs, which is startling yeah. to a lot of people. You have to meet people, you have to engage with people, you have to build a relationship. And then as you go through that, you may end up in an organic spot where figuring out whether they can help you apply for a job is, is, is mutually beneficial to you both. Um, so making sure that you're aware of that, working that, being available to things, and then doing things like take, you know, taking the opportunity to take classes, you know, take the job hackers, take out you know, other things that may help you, um, you know, Get, get, get advanced to where you need to be because a lot of times in our careers, we let our skills get a little weak because we get comfortable where we are. So if you're going out there and you're seeing jobs that want more than you have, can you fix that? Um, and then if you can, figure out how to do it, you know? So that's the important bit around that is to just really realize with the job search that it is a full-time job. Um, and the last thing that I would say about that is that realize that you have to get your job search working your way. 
a lot yeah. of folks try to follow, you know, read a blog and like, well, this is how this person does. So I'll re replicate these steps. It's not going to work for you or might, but it probably won't. You know, yep. everybody says that networking is where you get your jobs. Well, my current job, <laughs> uh, my current job involved no networking. I applied on their portal. They called me a couple of weeks later and they made me an offer two days after the interview. Yeah, so that's true. Kind that's of, kind true. of all of the research that I had done, all the, all the blogs that I had read said, you know, you, you can only get jobs through networks. No, that's not true. Um, you know, it, it's, it's also true, but it's not the only way. So do both. You know, don't just, you know, don't avoid company portals because you don't think it's going to do anything because it does, right? So anyways, lots of options out there for people. Um, you just got to figure out the right way to apply them to yourself. Yeah, each one's a style and the way of doing is different and the strength and weakness varies. So we have to uh, find out our own way and uh, uh, go across. It's like... A, scrum team like uh, we have to put together the strategy we have to go back and look at the retrospective of it okay how it worked and what's not working and then come back and fix it uh, you know it's a kind of small um, product we are building and then uh, uh, implementing and testing it and experimenting over it sure you can look at it as a product you can look at it as a project but again it requires some sort of structuring some sort of planning some sort of review and some sort of learning, right? Because if you, you know, I was out of, out of work for about five and a half months, six months. And um, I can tell you, I was not doing the same thing on day 300 or whatever that I was doing on day one, because you learn things, you, you, you borrow techniques from people, you, you grow. And, um, you know, and I noticed that certain changes I made did seem to result in higher hits. Um, you know, you know, the whole thing about customizing the resume, it's true. You have to work the resumes to match the job descriptions. If you just send in the same resume over and over again, and you're not getting any hits, is it that the companies are wrong or is it maybe that your resume is wrong, which is more likely, right? Um, you know, and you have to, you have to be, you have to be cognizant of these things. Otherwise you just wind up wasting your own time. Yep. Mm, that's very true. So uh, after landing on the job, uh, what are the techniques that you learned in Job Hackers uh, you have implemented or um, um, that helped in your job? Uh, can you explain on that area? That's an interesting question because um, the actual short answer is no, I can't explain it. Because Larry's class, the, the Job Hacker class, um, provides such a broad foundation of information that as you incorporate it into um, your job skills, as you incorporate it in your approach to a job, um, it just becomes second nature. So I couldn't, I can't break down what hmm. I've learned and where and how I'm applying it because it's become part of who I am and how I operate, right? So, yeah. you know, if I really sat down and thought about it, I could probably pull something together, but it's not, it's not meaningful to me to break it down that way because I feel that, you know, the class helped me remember my skill set, reinforce my skill set, you know, empower me to apply the skill set and things of that nature. That was the big takeaway for me, not any one, you know, widget or procedure or, um, you know, technique, right? 
in that case, uh, in short, can we mention like this? Um, maybe we, you can rephrase it. Um, so what, the class you took in um, Job Hackers for Agile training, it's like a, becoming a habit. Into a job and being able to absorb what the job is throwing at me on a given day and responding yeah. to it quickly mm -hmm. and efficiently and within almost as if it was second nature is a whole mm -hmm. order of magnitude more than just a routine. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's. It it's, automatically it is, happens maybe. Yeah. Maybe with the, you know, or at least faster. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of folks, you've seen this in your corporate life that people get in, they get paralyzed. They get something that they're not familiar with. They're used to running things in a very rigid, prescribed way. And as things start to deviate from that, um, they, they get locked up. Um, things like Larry's class helps, the, the job hackers class helps um, you be flexible. And you know, I'm gonna, it's a bit of a pun, but it helps you be agile, right? The whole point of it is to be agile and flexible so that you can respond to what's going on around you without having it turn into a three-week research project, right? Um, you know, because a lot of decisions need to be made very quickly. Um, you will always have not enough information. The information you have will be imperfect. Um, but if you understand the culture of the organization you're in, if you understand, um, you know, the personalities that you're working with, if you, if you understand the skills of your team, right? Um, and, and you've baked that into the way you operate, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to address whatever's coming down the road. And Job Hacker helped you in that. And then you know, we have to understand um, the corporate culture where we are in and then you know, incorporate according to that. Yeah, that's exactly it. You have to incorporate the skill set into your larger skill set so you can be effective. Yep. Uh, anything you would like to add on top of this? I would just add that if someone is looking for a way to really, you know, up their game and reformat their thinking, that the Job Hackers class is a real good way to do that. Hmm. Yep. Because a lot of people are looking for some kind of um, assistance and help on the Agile. I yeah. think this this course is the best one uh, I have, we have seen. Because it's it's dedicated and different, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The other classes out there are all great in their own way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're, you know, certificate passing classes or learn how to use a particular software tool or be very specific. And those are awesome. I love taking very specific yeah. targeted trainings because it gives you a very specific targeted um, tool to use. Um, mm -hmm. But to, you, to, to extend that tool analogy, um, those classes give me my toolkit full of hammers and screwdrivers and everything else. Um, the job hackers class teaches me to be a general contractor so I could actually um, know when to use those tools, when to apply those tools, and when I need to go hire professionals that mm. have skills that are better than my own, yep. right? Yep. Um, and then navigate Definitely. through that. So it, it gives you that broad perspective. It gives you that larger ability to understand, um, you know, what you need to do to be effective because that's the important bit. You can be the world's best T 
ticket processor and a Kanban board. And if that's all you're good at, you're going to provide no value to your team or your ultimately your customer, right? Mm -hmm. Being mm -hmm. able to understand that you're providing value to a customer is yep. the first huge step to becoming actually able to do so. Yeah, customers are the first uh, person we have to be making sure they're uh, satisfied and uh, they are okay with what we are giving them and uh, their pain points are addressed. Yeah, and, and understanding who your customer is. Mm -hmm. I literally just had this conversation yesterday with a colleague of mine. Um, yes, our company builds software that's ultimately delivered to a human being. And that human being is the customer who buys that software. Yeah. However, on our project right now, we're deploying finance software or whatever we're doing. Our customer is finance, hmm. right? So when we're sitting there in the room going, what value does this provide to the end customer? Well, I can tell you exactly how much value the finance platform provides to the end customer. It provides zero value to the end customer. Mm -hmm. But that's because we've misidentified who our customer is. Yeah. You know? And that's like, that's, that's something that you can pull out of Larry, the, out of the job hackers class is that mm. understand your customer is not just understanding the customer, it's understanding the correct customer in the correct context. The target right? of like the a target, who we yeah. are talking to. Um, because that's the thing is that customer is just a label. It's mm -hmm. not necessarily the, you know, there's, there's the classic model in certain, certain organizational systems of the person who writes the check. Yep. Which is the application owner. No, 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 and no, then no. The person who uses the application. Yes, uses and uh, getting benefit out of it, yeah. basically. And that's technically your targeted audience, but there is no financial transaction there to make them a customer, technically, right? Yep. So I'm, I'm making a very complicated example out of a fairly simple concept. Understand who your actual targeted audience is and mm. deliver to them deliver the value they are expecting right yep yep and that's the thing that that that's one piece uh, that the the traditional scrum trainings fall down on is that they introduce the concept of delivering value but don't explain to you what that means in the real world mm. job hackers gives you the real world yep yeah that that's definitely true about the job hackers uh, you know we the as you mentioned earlier, it goes broad and then uh, lateral as well as deep so that we know like uh, how to implement in our job and become it becomes a habit in our uh, daily life. Sure. So in broad generalities, uh, um, I'll, I'll restress the point we've, we've talked about already, um, that the job hackers gives you that practical understanding of the external world um, and that is not something you're going to get from any of the other classes I've seen or taken. Oh, thanks Great. for your time. I really appreciate that uh, you are sharing with your uh, um, experience and career journey that you have taken. And um, in that, Job Hackers has been a big part. Thank you very much, Joseph. Thanks. Have a great day. You Thank you so much, Shanti. That is a great story. I'm, I'm so excited to hear what Joseph had to say. Um, you also got the opportunity uh, to talk with another job hacker who's gotten a job. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about this, this next segment that's coming up.
next person would be um, Michael. And he also got the job and he's now as a, a scrum master. We will hear from him. Hi, Michael. Uh, so how was your day today? Oh, really good. It's really nice to be employed. <laughs> well, to, <do laughs> to hear that. that. Really well, it's nice to be employed. It's nice to have uh, my first of um, uh, the week's uh, stand-ups. We uh, got started with our um, uh, sprint planning for the, our next two-week sprint. So um, wow. it's really nice to uh, get in, involved with that process and actually understand what's happening, um, you know, tracking all my work with Jira cards. So it's yeah, all directly related to um, the information that I got from uh, job hackers. Wow, that's good. Good to know that. Um, on the other end, uh, what, uh, what's your background? Can you explain? Yeah, I'm a, um, a geospatial specialist. I have training in geography. I got my degree in geography from San Francisco State University and um, have been working my whole career uh, providing mapping and geospatial analysis. So mapping uh, or uh, analyzing data about location. And a big user of that kind of technology, especially when I started in the 90s, is the federal government. So um, I've worked with the U.S. Forest Service and the U.S. EPA as a private company contractor hired by the government to come in and provide that technical service. And I had a really interesting experience working for um, the nonprofit Golden Gate National Parks Conservancy as a nonprofit employee, but giving service to the National Park Service unit within the Bay Area. That's the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. Um, so in all of these um, uh, postings, I've provided that mapping and, and uh, location analysis. And um, in, later on in my career, as everything, it becomes clear that as a geospatial analyst, you are very much a data analyst and, and also in some uh, manifestations, a web developer. So it seems like a good thing to, to get some training in JavaScript and you know, deepen my understanding of programming, which I'd gotten exposed to in my work. So I, I took a bootcamp class in, um, from uh, General Assembly to become a, a, web, a web developer and got my first oh, exposure. Wow. Yeah, really mm -hmm. great. Uh, mm -hmm. Excellent training, really terrific. Lots of people I graduated with went on to careers. I didn't quite, but um, I got exposed to Agile and, and to you know, the process of checking in every day in a stand-up. Um, you know, just to maybe agile light, I think is what we were doing. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's sort of going on in my career with that. But after um, losing my job in February, um, I basically floundered for nine months, to, you know, the first months of the pandemic. And by September or so, I was ready to you know, kick mm -hmm. myself in the butt and uh, get started again. And um, through a, a very helpful uh, contact, uh, found uh, TechSF, which is an initiative of um, the San Francisco funded by the, the, a bunch of the return to work agencies in San Francisco and state government and got exposed to uh, a bunch of job training, but also a mention of, I should probably check out job hackers. So I oh. went on the website, saw mm -hmm. that a, a new uh, group was starting to form and joined up and then, you know, got exposed to all of that wonderful information that Larry actually provides. Hmm. That's quite interesting because there are different sources people are learning by, uh, about job hackers. So after knowing job hackers, you immediately joined them or uh, did you um, 
explore uh, in detail what was the steps you have taken? Well, I, you know, because I was so needful of wanting to jumpstart my career again, especially after such a long time unemployed, I jumped in with both feet. So not okay. only did I avail myself of the entire process of going through Job Hackers, um, the, the twice weekly lectures, but I also participated in the pilot program uh, started by Job Hacker volunteers in um, practicing the things that we were learning in a very practical way uh, of trying out our agile skills with a team that was formed to um, actually do our job search, having our product basically be ourselves. Um, and, um, you know, meeting each day, having a stand up each day about what our goals were for the week and what blocks we had and what help we needed. Um, and, and also, especially on a week by week sprint. So we did one week sprint. We would start with um, the sprint planning at the beginning of the week. And at the end of the week, we would have a retro to go through everything. Um, but it was so fantastic to have, to build up the practice of um, uh, our, our um, coach in this process was Edward Gordon. And Edward was really fantastic about uh, making sure that we understood that when we did the, the sprint planning at the beginning of the week, that we were to come up with a theme. What was the theme mm -hmm. for all the work mm -hmm. that we would do? And not only was it a chance to work with other job searchers, you know, to commiserate and support each other and cheerlead each other, uh, it was a chance to practice uh, all of the agile ceremonies. So it was it was really fantastic for that purpose. And, so, you know, so taking the learning and implementing in the real time with the product ourselves and uh, how would we in the real world time world, like a real world scenario, how we will be facing kind of uh, um, stage we have set up. Exactly. And it's not only the practicing of the agile, but also making mm -hmm. forward progress in our job search. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I was lucky that I was still on, you know, going through the job, um, the, um, the job preparedness training offered through the Jewish Vocational Services, JVS in San Francisco, a very highly regarded um, em employment support agency. And that was really fantastic. While I was doing that, I was also meeting with the Agile team. So we could practice Agile, but then also um, encourage each other for doing the hard work mm -hmm. of, of looking for work. And it, those meetings were so fantastic. I still am connected to the, the people that I was with there, even though built, I'm employed. Built the network and um, kind of connecting with the, because uh, you, yeah, with the COVID and uh, being at home will be like a, you know, depressed, you, you know, uh, arrested yes. in the house. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So and, that and, gives and, you a, yeah. We, yeah, and, and especially just because the the things that we were hearing from each other were exactly the same same things that each of us were mm -hmm. experiencing. So we could say, you know, have you checked out this? Or when you came up with this idea about what you wanted to do this week, did you know that this was a possibility? So getting mm -hmm. exposed to even more information and more opportunities while we're working with each other. And in fact, um, you know, I, I came out of the, the JBS training with a bunch of not only a head full of practice and new skills because that's what the JVS uh, program uh, walks you through. And JVS and job hackers are very closely related. They each, you know, kind of give each other information and support each other with, you know, uh, their events that are coming up. But I had documentation, some notes of mine, some things that JVS uh, was willing to have me share with my agile team. So we actually walked through the, the really incredible process that JVS teaches you about how to um, create a resume for every single job that you apply for. 
Um, you know, so things like that. Very practical, very useful, um, you know, researched by JVS to show high degrees of efficacy. I was able to share that stuff with, with my pilot um, agile uh, team. It was really fantastic. So what, whatever you have learned in job hackers, you may be taken into the, your job. So anything in specific that you have um, implemented or executed, like uh, it became a habit kind of in your day, in your job that yeah. helped from um, job hackers. Can you uh, shed some light on that? Absolutely, absolutely. The, um, you know, I know that a lot of people who take job hackers were looking for, uh, specifically for project management roles and that wasn't my situation. Um, I definitely entered as somebody interested in knowing about the Agile process because it's used so heavily in software engineering, which is an aspiration of mine. Um, and now I'm very lucky in the role that I have. Uh, it's a company called taxjar.com. I am both a uh, geospatial specialist and also an engineer. So I get to kind of bring those two worlds together. I couldn't be more pleased with how it ended up for me. But so for me, taking the Agile training was not necessarily an on-ramp to taking the PMP or um, uh, the other certification exams that were offered. His PMP is for project management, not that one. Um, but you know that I wasn't really looking to be that kind of uh, person. Maybe the typical sort of reason people get involved in job hackers. But what it did give me was a very clear sense that in these current times, when um, you are making something that is an information product and is not a manufactured product, that the problem goes from um, complicated to complex. It was very, very interesting to hear from Larry about how the Agile system was developed for a complex world and how in order to make a complex product, you have to share information and information constantly. You're constantly iterating. You're, you know, failing often, as the saying goes, uh, failing early. Um, and it was really clear to get sort of the uh, maybe the academic the underpinnings of Agile um, as, a, as a framework for um, building products in, in an information-based world. So that was really incredible. And I, I wasn't actually prepared for how deeply I would be affected by this idea um, that communication is absolutely um, primary in anything involving Agile. And Agile is, in fact, a system developed to, to um, deepen communication between a team working together on an information product. And that was very profound. And, and really, especially because it aligned with my own goals of trying to become a better communicator, trying to integrate more deeply with people that I work with. Um, it, 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 it gave me a sense going to job hackers of how important a method is, uh, how important agile uh, is as a method for, for having that communication, having that connection and actually even getting as deep as understanding empathy, you know, having another way to um, empathize with each person on the team, recognize their value in working together and uh, building a whole structure around that with all of the Agile ceremonies. Mm -hmm. So that way it helped you in the long run, like uh, with the communication and the, with the profound like uh, team building and all in, in, in your current job. Absolutely. And, in, and especially getting exposed to some of the, you know, the terminology around uh, the Agile ceremonies Agile, and the process. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the team that I came in with has a well-oiled relationship with each other. So I had to kind of, you know, hit the ground running with all of that kind of stuff. And I wouldn't have um, taken, uh, um, you know, jumped onto that process as quickly as I did without the, the training at, at uh, Job Hunter. So I'm, I'm really grateful for all of those things, for understanding 
the purpose and the need for agile it's you know it's personal connections to my own personal goals but also to provide that nice swift on-ramp with my team great to know that uh, job hackers have benefited so many people and uh, made their life better than what they have been going through yeah and even Thanks. absolutely and even in a very agile process the um, implementation of the pilot program to have us break out into small teams that were working mm-hmm. on our own job search as the product for an uh-huh. an, an, an agile uh, series of ceremonies that was it, it points to the fact that the people at job hackers are constantly innovating in their own work mm-hmm. um engaging really interested volunteers to help all of the, those of us who are coming to this fresh get a leg up into this world so i very very much appreciate the work of the volunteers thanks for your time and uh, i really appreciate for taking the time to um, answer my questions and uh, now to discuss about job hackers training and uh, make others uh, to join as well i very much appreciate being asked you can tell i'm really excited about my experience and i love talking about it so thanks very much for the opportunity okay thank you Thanks again Shanti for that uh, interview with Michael. I really appreciate it. It's it's very interesting to hear what some of the job hackers have to say and and I know that that Michael mentioned uh, a, another nonprofit called JVS. The job hackers, we work with a lot of different partners. Um in order to to help our people, we work with with women's groups, we work with uh, people who are in uh you know do work placement, we work with uh underrepresented uh communities. uh not just in the bay area not just in the united states but throughout the world and i think our next uh guest that you interviewed kate i think kate is actually one of the ones uh she is uh, as opposed to the other two were in the bay area but she's from uh i believe chicago and uh she was just in the most recent job hackers class which is awesome um so uh, why don't you do us a favor and introduce uh kate in your next segment please Yeah, Kate is a wonderful person. She has been from Chicago and uh, Central Timing, so she was uh, attending the class in a different time zone from uh, the Pacific time. And she loved the course, and she said about a lot of networking, and uh, she was having a good understanding with the uh, team building in the while doing um, job hackers. And uh, moreover, uh, they they are uh, having friends uh, like. Um, due to pandemic they are uh, uh, all sitting at home and they, they she felt uh, so connected with them so let's hear from her afternoon kate how are you doing today i'm doing fine how are you good thank you how things are going it's going very well actually um i i'm in the process of interviewing and and currently taking a cloud practitioners course as well so uh trying to build out the skill set great to hear that can you tell me about yourself uh, i have a background in selling uh technology and in particular infrastructure and and data security to both the commercial markets and the federal government um i was uh my my background is really selling um from ibm i was i was very much because my background is really in finance my first degree I sold technology that made good sense. So I used to sell open systems and interconnectivity and um to the people that were at IBM at the time this was radical. Until I went from rookie of the year to achieving their top sales award in the space of 2 years. Then they sent me over to Europe and uh I did a worldwide network there that became a standard for their consulting services. 
Today, um, I'm an MBA from MIT, uh, 2016 grad, and I'm looking for a new role in combining both my sales and technology background with kind of that process improvement, re-engineering, optimization that, that MIT infected me with, if you will. When you go there, you want to fix things. It's our nature. Um, and um, so I'm a, I'm a member of the Job Hackers. I went and received a, last year I, I attended the Job Hackers um, class and uh, I had heard about it from Reboot Excel and I completed the class and now I'm looking for a kind of a, a role that takes project management and kind of an internal sales advocate role, um, having enough technical expertise and mm -hmm. also this background in process re-engineering. Yeah, very good background and excellent because uh, you can have, a, you have a finance and then you have a technology, then you're combining them into the MBA with the project management. Cool, um, the, the excellent way of like uh, moving on in your career. Thanks for sharing that, Kate. And then uh, how did you know about Jab, Job Hackers? I actually was introduced to Agile when we were doing project management and uh, product development over at MIT that kind mm -hmm. of agile framework. Then when I had the opportunity, I heard about um, job hackers through Reboot Excel in California. And I was, I'm really thrilled about the community. I mean, you know, I, now that I'm a alumni, if you will, I've passed the exam, I help other students. And then we get together on um, different initiatives, you know, revising resumes, things that are going on in the marketplace. Um, we even have a happy hour every, every other Friday, just kind of, get together because it's the large community that Larry Apke and his his volunteers have built. It's not, not just a, a studying hub, it is like a networking, socializing and plus taking so. up to the next level of your career. Excellent way. That's that, that's tremendous. You know, I, I love it. I, I, the job hackers are doing so good in uh, these kind of uh, get-togethers and socializations extending uh, outside of the classroom? Sure, sure. My, I, have, I have actually an MBA and then I also um, took on a second degree in health systems innovations. Wow. And a number of people that have been at Job Hackers that are at Stanford Health and, you know, different large healthcare organizations that have kind of given me guidance and um, sent job leads to me, you know, to say, here's a good fit for you and apply here and use my name as a reference. I mean, that helps you, especially in today's economy, stand out from all the others. So well, what did you um, learn from uh, job hackers? Like um, besides the classroom and the social, um, anything um, that you would like to share? Some, to be honest with you, I always you know, sold the infrastructure and I did the, I got involved in product management because I'd have a big deal and I wanted to make sure the product managers were delivering the capability that my customers needed, right? Because there was too much money on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but being, uh, you know, doing the Scrum Master work and being more involved in the way software is developed and, and how processes are modified and that, it gives me a behind the scenes look that I never really had before. You know, I never, my perspective was always from the sales side and the deployment side, but not in the challenges to how do we deliver the functionality in the mm -hmm. time frame that it's required. And job hackers and, and being a scrum master has really kind of helped you understand all the different factors involved. Okay, if you would like to give a one um, 
sentence or one point, one or three points uh, for uh, who is listening to this uh, for uh, job hackers, what would be that? Like uh, maybe before you take the course, what you would like to have heard about this job hackers? Okay. Um, well, job hackers gives you essentially um, it's, it's free training um, for people that are looking to pivot into a new career, but it gives you, it gives you a very warm community to join and help you understand this new career path. And also where you can use it in many industries, not just in developing software. Yep. So it's that, it's that flexibility and the framework that you learn to appreciate over time that helps you in, in really any project you're about to take on. Yep. I attended the MIT CFO conference in uh, January. Every CFO was talking about how they had to be agile and how they had to pivot and how they, you know, what our post-COVID world is going, workplace is going to look like across a number of different organizations. They all talked about being agile, about reformatting how they do business, you know, obviously all the remote workers and, and that whole framework and how they had to pivot. They did it by using, whether or not they knew it, they did it by using the agile framework. They were doing sprints. Yeah, good to hear that because I was not aware of like um, different industries. Uh, mm, the, thinking about uh, on that, I have uh, read, but not uh, talking about that. No, that's good to know. What are the job hunting strategies you have been uh, implementing uh, for during this uh, COVID? I, I understand it's uh, universal. Everybody is looking at different venues. What kind of strategies you follow with the help of uh, job hackers or what, what's going on? I actually am part of what they call a job search group. It's kind of a pilot effort undergone, undergone within um, job hackers. And my group meets every day. We follow the Agile framework. So we do the um, planning, the retrospective. We meet every day during the week about what are the opportunities? What do you have to do next? How can I help you, the team? Um, as many times it's to talk about different meetups that might be happening or education or offerings. And then even within that, you know, if I find a role that I think one of my, my team members will be a good fit for, I by all means forward that on to them and any insights I might hear, you know, um, about the role or about the organization, um, about how to best present themselves. You know, we share that. Um, it's kind of a microcosm of the job hacker community. Good. Uh, like uh, you have st already started using the Scrum and Agile in a different in a way of doing the job hunting itself, whatever you have learned. Uh, that's a great start, you know, while implementing and experimenting on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been, and it's, it's been a great, um, it's been a great, sometimes we spend so much time more, in a, you know, focused on what we need. And it's nice to take a small group of people, share their uh, success stories and their strategies. And they've come from, we're all within, um, we're all within the technology community, but we come from very different roles. You know, some have been, you know, infrastructure managers at Schwab. Others have been at Oracle. Others have been, you know, I've been on the sales side at, at multiple infrastructure companies. Another is a business analyst. So we come from a different perspective and yet, we're all of that agile mindset, right? We are all scrum masters. And so we communicate along that framework and it's very, it's very concise and it's very efficient. 
Yeah, uh, that's very true because the, we need the diversity so we can have a different set of creativeness and innovations in any industry or any background, whatever we are working on. Uh, thank you, Kate, for being here. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's a great story about Kate, Shanti. Thank you so much for helping uh, bring the stories of these three job hackers uh, to the folks who are listening to this podcast today. Um, is there anything, you know, before we close that, that you want to say about the things that, that you learned from, from the interviews that you conducted for this podcast? Yep. Um, actually, I myself enrolled in um, Agile MBA now, and I'll be starting in the March session. That's one point. And second one, the they, I was very curious to know about uh, everyone who has attended the program. They themselves are like a product or project and they have each sprint and a job hunting itself they have planned as a project and retrospective that pilot was some really interesting and i'm very much interviewed with what they were saying about it practically putting into the real-time project kind of it's a side project i would say yeah for everyone oh. That's super. And thank you. We look forward to having you in, in the class come March. Um, for those of you who are listening, if you want to know more about the job hackers, you can go to the www.thejobhackers.org. Um, if you click on the Agile MBA link, then it will give you a, a, the ability to fill out a participant interest form, and that will start you on the road to, road to enrollment. Uh, enrollment for this particular class will end on midnight, March 21st, uh, 2021. But we want to also, if you're listening to this and, and that time has passed, that's great. We have this every quarter. So four times a year, we, we offer the Agile MBA class. It is a six-week class. It is done uh, from 7.30 to 9 a.m. in the morning, specific standard time. Uh, we get Again, we get people from all around the world um, because it's done virtually. It's done via Zoom, uh, just like uh, this podcast and interview. Uh, and so you have the opportunity to join us. It is a completely free education, um, and it's it's meant to help people uh, who would be able to take therefore take this information and and, and help them to find work. Um, you also will have the ability, if you choose to do so, to to take a certification exam that we recommend called the PSM, the Professional Scrum Master Exam, which is uh, given by a third party. So there's a lot of good things going on in the job hackers community. We have a community of over 2000 people in our Slack channel and it grows with each class. Uh, our last class, we had uh, over 300 enroll and 130 people, over 130 people received certificates of completion uh, at the end. Uh, so um, it's, it's quite a large program and, and we feel very fortunate to have the opportunity to help so many people in need. Uh, Shanti? Thank you so much for putting this podcast together and for the interviews and for uh, helping me and, and the job hackers get the word out to the community. I'm going to give you the last word before we say goodbye. Thanks, Larry, for the opportunity. And thanks to everyone who have participated in this interview, Michael, Joseph, and Kate. And we will see in the network group. And we will see more people joining job hackers and get benefit.